0: you oh. So that dirt 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 i miss that dirt, dirt 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 gotta get back to it i've been the kenny wallace of the rap game ever since i hit him with that dirt track thing now nationwide everybody knows my name they're like mama that's kenny montgomery he sings that song we like yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm claussing. huh Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Yep. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up, the podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly
1: podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast.
0: Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on this Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing dirt. Dirt, I missed that. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to. I'm it. a dirt trackaholic. Whoa. Call it what you this call a- it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt,
1: dirt, dirt. dirt. I miss that. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Coming off some exciting episodes here and an off week for Brown Sound Speedway, but excited to get a chance here to. Talk to our guests tonight, but before we do, um, something I'm really excited about, we're going to split up the uh, sponsor reads tonight, so I don't have to... uh Get winded right off the bat. But our first sponsor that's been with us since the beginning is in the fastlaneproductions.com. Again, if you have not uh, went out and got your premium subscription in the fastlaneproductions.com, I cannot tell you how important that is because there's no better place just like this past weekend, off weekend for Brownstown Speedway. Great opportunity to get on there, watch some of the racing action you may have missed, or catch up on some racing action. Just a great
2: opportunity. Oh, i agree with that on you know in the fast lane and and you know it's sometimes good to go back and listen to uh and watch the races after you know afterwards because you see some stuff that you don't notice when it's their line
1: absolutely you can watch the racing back in the pack if you're watching racing up front or vice
2: versa depending our second sponsor is going to be schaefer photo and custom t and like you said been with us from episode one and uh you know jamie and mark schaefer they do all they can do for this sport that we all love you know mark is out there and if you watch him even during you know the, the national anthem he was he's running around that entire infield to try to get the perfect picture so and they sell everything from you know koozies and cups to you know any size picture you can think of so you know make sure you visit schaefer photo and custom tees there at the racetrack
1: magnets uh yeah. full-size prints um and and even if you're you know if you've got a kid and you're looking for just something fun Go every week because Mark prints out those those little five by seven prints, yeah, or four by six prints, and they're a dollar a piece, and that's so cool for kids to get to come up and get their favorite drivers for a dollar a piece.
2: Well, I know sometimes Bronze Bobby brings me the deal up here where it's eight for five dollars, so I mean, that's even less than a yeah. dollar. So
1: I didn't have that power when I was in the Schaefer Photo and Custom T booth. I don't have what Bronze Bobby has.
2: You're not Bronze Bobby. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of our sponsors been with us from the beginning is brownstown speedway and jim price you know the great race in there for southern indiana you know almost every saturday night during the summertime and you know this saturday night is going to be the hoosier dirt classic what is it the 34th annual am i right dustin do you know or yeah the 34th annual. 34th annual so we're going to have the super late models modified super stocks pure stocks and hornets all on hand this evening or that saturday night this evening <laughs> used to be an after racetrack. <laughs>
1: And uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to somebody who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ant spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email them at pest underscore n underscore peace at yahoo.com or or by phone at
2: 812-767-5657. And, of course, Billy Bad Fast Performance. By racers for racers, Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products, front and rear bumpers, and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can get it. Give them a call today at 502-517-9393.
1: Also, P3 Graphics. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports, wraps, and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project. You won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook at the P3 Graphics page. You can also find out more or order your favorite driver's t-shirt at www.p3graphics.com. Also, Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy's an agent Indiana Farm Bureau. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch you can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He's also my family's insurance agent and a dirt track racing fan. He should be yours, too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook,
2: and he'll be happy to take care of your insurance needs. And then finally, Irwin's Customs. Bodies, interiors, fab work, safety, and consulting. You can get all that with Irwin's Customs. And with Irwin's Customs, you can drive them deeper. And I'm also going to say that they have the second coldest beverage in Crothersville.
1: Yeah, that's a debate right now. That's probably the biggest debate right now on the internet. Um, And I'll be honest, I don't even really know why it's a debate. So uh, Brad can say what he wants, but i think everybody that's that's been a guest on throttled up the podcast knows the answer so why don't you want to introduce our guest tonight
2: kim all the way to us from edinburgh indiana it's going to be the driver of the 3z it's oh boy zach burton oh boy <laughs> <laughs> zach good to have you in here this evening man i guess you was in ohio working all morning and got back to edinburgh and then drove all the way to crothersville yep yep we,
3: we stopped by the race shop for a little bit and kind of assess what happened this weekend and then coming down
2: here well Braden watson said that he loves race cars what about you zach so ah, he's a handful <laughs> you gotta watch him he was a little
3: quiet kid when he's on the show with us there so. yeah he, he's not on the internet when he races i'll say that <laughs> he's, he's got a little more trash
1: talk game on the internet he does but he's pretty good so
3: he's allowed to <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's that's a whole nother story for us next yeah, time yeah. we got brayden yeah. on is to talk about some of that trash talk game so Zach, where did this you know where did this passion and love of racing come for you?
3: Well, uh, as a kid, I was always in the grandstands with my grandparents mainly, and then as I went through school, I wasn't really involved in racing a whole lot because I played played basketball, baseball, football in high school. So there's not really a lot of time for anything else. So about my second semester of college, uh, I knew my uncle had a race car, and I was like i gotta do something i'm going insane so i got linked up with him and it just from there it it just kind of took off because that was the first time i'd been a part of something in the pits other than the stands and it's 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 totally different so it it sucks you in quick
1: what what is that biggest difference you know because i i've always just been a fan i will say that Doing this show has sucked me in quicker than 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 just going to the racetrack. And and when we started this, Matt used to kind of tease me of I was a Fairweather fan, and I you know I'd make three or four races a year maybe, but it had to be like perfect conditions. And I loved watching it, but I just never got out the way I should. And this has kind of forced me to be out a lot more often. Yeah. He's
2: went from three or four to five or six now with the show. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't help. I don't have your numbers. You started in you know, yeah, 1971, yeah, yeah. I started in yeah. 85.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: if if I could sum it up with one thing, I'd have to say it'd just be like, take pride. Like, you see a car that you spend all week with in the garage, you see it on the track, and it does well, or it does bad, you you still take pride in it. So, I grew up a, a big Don O'Neill fan, so you took pride in just being a fan of his when he's at the racetrack. So, like, when he ran over Jeep Van Warmer in the Summer Nationals race... That instantly made me hate Jeep Van Warmer, you know? So you just you take pride in little things like that and it got me addicted to it, so
2: now he ran over Jeep, but you hated Jeep. Well Jeep (laughs) You gonna have to explain that one, so Jeep flattened his
3: tire. (laughs) And Donnie just got revenge. I'll oh, say okay. that.
1: Okay, I got you. So, but I think that's any race fan right there. Cause yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still go back to being a Stewart fan, and Stewart ran Matt Kenseth all the way in the infield, and I still swear it's Kenseth's fault no, yeah. somehow. I mean, <laughs> he shouldn't have been underneath him when Tony decided he wanted to come down. I mean, that's any race fan can put it on somebody else.
2: Exactly.
1: So it had to be Jeep's fault somehow. Well, you
2: know, there's three sides of every story of an accident at the racetrack. You know, the yeah. fans of of car a the fans of car b and then the truth you but know, we the, never get to the <laughs> truth. oh no the truth never comes out <laughs> even so. if there's video the truth still <laughs> doesn't usually come out so what um go ahead your last two years you've you've raced with the indiana pro late models mm-hmm. what'd you race before you got in the, into the the pro late models there uh well it's actually a pretty cool story so
3: when i was helping my uncle out uh i was dabbing around helping uh stapleton a bunch too and, like, I'd get off work and just do bolt checks on his car and stuff. Well, there's a guy in Edinburgh named Mike Snyder that had a couple Hornet cars. So he came through the garage one day, and, I mean, I've been around race cars. I wanted to drive one, even if it was a Hornet. You right. Know? Oh, yeah. And uh, so I kind of – he gave I gave him his, my number and stuff because I knew he had more than one. I was like, well, it's worth a shot. And he actually called. So we uh, the first race I ever went to, we raced to Brownstown. And the car was sitting in North Vernon's pits. It had been there all week. So we drove a truck that had one door that wouldn't shut all the way. <laughs> no license plate. This No license plate, no headlights, a trailer that didn't have tags, nothing. Oh, my gosh. And we drove from Edinburgh to North Vernon, picked the, picked the race car up in the pits at Vernon and brought it to Brownstown. And on the way <laughs> over, I was like, I'm too short. I can't reach the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, at the time, I called my <laughs> uncle, and I was like, hey, here, can you figure something out? So he brought two blocks of wood that are about, I don't know, that thick, and we put them on the pedals so I could reach the pedals. <laughs> so that was my first racing experience, and then uh, I raced for him for a year, year and a half, and then I bought my own car, just out of... I went to the races one Saturday, and I was like, I can't sit in the stands. I have to do this. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So we bought bought the car that the the one hornet that I owned and some stuff happened and before you knew it we had a late model. It was just kind of a I mean it was a big ordeal that happened, but uh we we ended up deciding it was now or never to buy a late model and we we went all in with it so
2: Now correct me if I'm wrong because you know sometimes it's hard to remember things at the Fun Fest but Oof. uh I believe Marty O'Neill tried to drive that Hornet of yours there during the Fun Fest. Am I correct? He did. He did. And he yeah. did a lot of damage, too. <laughs> but because was, I remember Marty was sitting there and was like, I will drive anything anybody offers it. You know, It was like a, a late evening conversation. Yeah. And then I remember you offered the uh, 3Z Hornet up to Marty. And I was going to say to his disposal, and he pretty much disposed it, <laughs> didn't he? He says, it really wasn't his fault, but I'll never
3: let him live that down. But it was... Uh, we showed up to the racetrack that day, and I was like, I just had a bad gut feeling about driving, and we was all stand, sitting around, and I was like, hey, you want to drive a Hornet tonight? And he's like, no. And just kind of blew it off, and I was like, okay. So about five minutes later, he comes and finds me. He's like, I think I can fit in the seat. <laughs> so we we go we go test it out, and he fits. He's like, I'll drive it. And one thing led to another, and that was that turned out to be pretty cool that was that was one of the cooler things i've seen at fun fest was him doing that i like when the upper people come down and come down oh yeah it's,
1: it's cool and marty did just comment and say that it sure was fun uh, yeah to be able to do that and i think that would have been you know really cool even even for him to yeah. get to go back into that and, and see what the the hornet class was like so
3: yeah. and we uh we got a broken door hung up to steal from that too and it's autographed by marty O'Neill. so if you ever want to see an autographed hornet door from, from marty Mario, it
2: does exist
1: you know at some point in time that's going to be one heck of an auction item for yes. somebody oh because yeah, yeah. that that's a one of a kind
2: marty is that your one and only uh hornet race in your career there was was the one in the 3z it'd been nice it to last a little longer if <laughs> <laughs> you at least seen the cross flags of the halfway point right <laughs>
1: So now, Zach, when you made the jump from Hornets to the late model, what
3: was the biggest learning curve there? How to hit the gas pedal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, those cars take so much discipline. And you get a guy like Marty that'll tell you just to flat foot it. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of feathering that goes on. Those guys just know what they're doing. and it's experience and it'll be experience that i don't have five years from now ten years from now i mean these guys grew up around it right and uh heck i i think my first lap i mean pardon my french but you think you're billy badass you know what i mean <laughs> absolutely and was like this isn't hard i've watched people do this my whole life and i think i ended up almost by the scale house my first lap of hot laps.
2: <laughs> but, but you got something in common with mike fields because when he was on here he said his first night at Brownstown that he ran off a of turn one and come back on, then ran off a of turn three. So, see so you. You know, you
1: and Fields got something in common. So, yeah, we call those the half mile racers. They yeah. so just need a little more track.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just takes a lot of patience, and you got to think about what you're doing too. I mean, I don't know what it looks like. I haven't watched a crate race from the stands in a while, but you're you're going pretty fast. So if you screw up, it's going to hurt. Or so you got to be smart too. So there's it's just, gonna
2: hurt, and you're gonna tear a lot of stuff yeah, up. Yeah,
3: it's gonna hurt your wallet too. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, Marty did comment that it was his first and last. It's so, last, yeah. So you have the only Hornet door in Marty O'Neill's career there. Wow. So. Prices going up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and and when you talk about you know the first time you come out, you feel you know like you're Billy badass, but as you get into it do you realize how far you are from that i know you said you almost ended up at the the scale house but do you realize oh my gosh i have no clue what i'm doing
3: oh yeah and i i remember the night because i ran in i think one lap of the feature we kind of got things figured out a little bit in the heat race and then the first lap of the feature when it got slick you go into turn one and you drop off the gas and I couldn't figure out how to get the car back up on the bars. I mean, it looked like a teeter totter. So I just <laughs> pulled in the infield. And I thought, "There's no way I can do this." And I have no idea what I'm doing. So, <laughs> and that was uh, that was upsetting. But I knew that there'd be other opportunities. You know what I mean? So you just brush it off and come back, and you learn a little. You gotta learn every time you go to the racetrack. So,
2: you, you made the comment up on the bars. You might explain to people that that haven't been to the races to understand what what's that mean when you say you can't get the car back up on the bars well you got to stay on the gas i mean you can't completely roll out of the
3: gas on these cars or the rear suspension will just fall down so there's four bars on the rear end of these cars and you got to keep keeping the gas keeping throttle in the car will keep them up so, so it, it can't you,
2: keeps the, the action on the rear end line
3: yeah so basically you i'm not going to say you can only slow down so much but that's kind of true like you got to figure out how to work the gas and the brake and a guy like marty i'm sure he'll comment here in a minute and say don't touch the brake but (laughs) but the and that's stuff that i i'm still figuring out too oh yeah well i mean that
2: just like you said you know they've been racing for years and years and i mean this is your second year in you know in the in the pro late models because you know you ran for rookie of the year last year Mm -hmm. you competed with tyler collins and you know, I think it came down to Tyler. You know, was willing to travel to to our away shows last year, and you pretty much stayed committed to Brownstown. I think it's the yeah,
3: and a, and a and big difference on that deal was we, I didn't know my own truck, didn't know my own trailer at that point, so I kind of raced on everybody else's schedule too. So oh, I got now you. now I can go race whenever I want, as opposed to and that was perfectly fine. That's all I needed. If he's gonna go anywhere else, it's just another place where he got
2: tore up. So it uh. Mark and Jamie looked, Schaefer said, "Hey kiddos, so they're they're listening right now and and watching you there, so uh, they want to say hi to you." What do you think in the 2 years you've been in the late model now?
1: What is the biggest thing that you've learned from that first race when you got out to today? What do you think that what what's the best advice you could give the young you the first timer now?
3: Don't dis- don't get discouraged <clears throat> and And here's something I learned too, because I've had to be way more hands-on with my stuff this year. Is when something needs done, do it. Don't push it off on somebody else, or don't wait for it to be done. Because at some point, no matter what, you're gonna have to know how to do that. And I've learned that this year. I mean, that's it was awesome. I mean, I had mechanics last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it just this year, I'm more having to be more hands-on with my own stuff. And I wish last year that I would have. Learned a little yeah. more, yeah. And so be hands on and just be willing to learn. I mean, you got to pick everybody's brain. You got to talk to people, whether it's about the car, what to do on the track, just little stuff.
2: It's funny you say that because Brandon Reed, you know, who can com- he competes against you there yeah. in in the pro late models. He said he's never seen someone. He works as hard in the garage as you do. Yeah. You know, so he, you know, that's pretty good that, that other, other drivers well, notice how hard you work in the garage.
3: If we can, we can get on the Brandon Reed subject, uh, Brandon Reed saved my racing career. Oh really? I mean, over the, over the winter, I mean, we, the team we had last year, it just, it just wasn't going to continue to go forward and that's fine. I mean, there was no, no bad feelings there right. at all, but it came down to, I had a race car sitting in a driveway with nowhere to put it and brandon and brandon called me with open arms i mean he's from edinburgh we've we've been friends we've known each other but we've not known each other on that level and to have somebody call me and offer me up a garage spot i mean it it literally it literally saved my racing career because without that i would either my car would have got ruined sitting in a driveway under a tarp or we we was going to get to push forward and he that was an awesome opportunity
2: and, you know, we've said it on here many times that racing is family. I oh, mean, goodness. you know, all of us are, are family somehow there, and that just proves it again. You know, you guys compete. You know, Brandon Brandon left the Modifieds and stepped up to mm-hmm. the crates this year, but he was right there to offer it out to you, you know, to help you out. So that, mm-hmm. that just shows what kind of connection racing makes with, with everybody involved there.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it just speaking on the family stuff is the, like, the 19 crew, the, the 3B crew, which is my uncle, uh, they got to see firsthand the other night how, I mean, we blew a motor. I mean, that's money out of my pocket. Right. Yeah? I mean, they they seen how devastating that was to me. I mean, you see your whole, I mean, you work your 60-hour week so that you can go to the racetrack on Saturday. and they they kind of greeted you with open arms on that stuff, like willing to talk to you, willing to help you through anything, and uh, just people that you meet at the racetrack too, whether it's just uh, seeing Mark and Jamie just sporadically and saying, hey, what's up? Right. You, you know they're going to be there every week, and if you need anything, like we broke, I don't know, we broke so much stuff this year. <laughs> I broke something one night and was sitting in the infield, and Mark walked up and handed me a bottle of water. Just little stuff like that is – something that people from the grandstands don't really see but there are so many people in the pits that uh are willing to help you like for one example uh colton sullivan i think ran second or he i think he actually just won the street stock feature and i was loading my stuff up by myself and he came over there after he just won his feature and helped me get my car on the trailer which is really cool oh that is very cool so just little stuff like that i mean that, that sticks in your brain
1: well, and I think it's amazing, too, you know, when you talk about it, the the part that you just said that the fans don't see. Because I think if, if you just watch it like you watch a NASCAR race, you see all these teams and the separation, and there's not going to be any sharing, and there's rivalries. And there's rivalries on the dirt, too. But the greatest thing about watching local guys at Brownstown is you may have a rivalry on the track, and it may take a day or two to settle it. But within a week, you guys would you'd give each other anything you needed to make sure you both were back out there competing again, and that is by far the coolest
3: thing. Yeah, and just to to directly speak on that, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, I just flat-out flat, flat out ran over Brian Wilhite. He's one of my best friends off the track. I mean, just flat doored even ran over him. Didn't mean to well, at all, but you know who the first person was to call me after the race to ask me what I needed? Brian and yeah. that, that just goes a long way. It's pretty cool, and that and that's just
2: there's a lot of people in Edinburgh too. It's a it's a oh, tight
3: yeah. racing community down there.
2: There is a whole lot of race car drivers live up there in, in, yeah. in Edinburgh. You know, that, that's pretty cool. There, you guys have your own little racing community there. Yeah. you know, Sun, Sunday leads to about ten phone calls because you gotta you gotta talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna throw out, you know, you brought up that you blew your motor up, and uh, you know, we me and Dustin talked and put it out there. If anybody is listening and and wants to try to help you out, you know, get a hold of you, see what you need. You said you didn't think it was gonna be as bad as you initially thought but uh you know you you're wanting to hang tight in the points there at brownstown i know mm-hmm. that's important to you you're in the top five now and so if anybody listening wants to step in and see what you need what they can do to help you know please get hold of zach because you know he is a you know shoestring racer like he said works 60 hours just so we get to the racetrack so try to help him out you know all you can with that
1: and and i'll, I'll second that and you know i think we'll uh as as throwing up the podcast we'll kind of get the ball rolling and uh you know, we always give our drivers a sticker, and um, you know, and I appreciate. So the other drivers don't don't yell at me for this, but you know, I want to I want to send you home with some stickers from Throttled Up today to put on the car, and because I I want to see those stickers on the car on the track, we're gonna try and give you a little donation to help out get you back at the track. So
3: that's awesome. Thank we, you.
1: We will do that for you, and then um, like I said, uh, anybody else, guys, if you have the ability come and help zach out i mean this is and and zach i i love watching your posts i hate it when it's a post that like the one the other day that you're done for the season um but i'll be honest you're one of the best follows on social media as far as racing because you're honest and it's and it's not just discouraged like you said as a as a young racer you're honest bad night you know and you you tell us why it was a bad night why you struggled and then it's but we're going to get better this week, and we're coming back to fight again. So you're one of the best followers. That's why I was really hurt the other day when I saw race season is done. So anybody that can help him out, please jump on board um, and help Zach get out. And I'm going to throw this out there as well. Any business that will help Zach get back to the track, if you, if you hook up a sponsorship, um, I will give you some free uh, advertising here on Throttled Up the Podcast uh if you can help zach out so I'll, I'll give you those two things man to
2: try and help you get back to the track well, i appreciate that that's awesome
1: while Thank we're you.
2: bringing up sponsors you want to go ahead and tell everybody that has helped you out this year yep yep uh we got uh ramon trucking uh
3: he's been a big one he's been on he was secretly on the hornet cars i don't <laughs> know if he really liked to be on the hornet cars but he was a help in that and then uh he's been on, he's on the front of both my late models uh hoosier machining which is randy routier out of edinburgh uh, he he does a lot for me. Uh, Brad Barrow, I really don't know if it's R&M or R&W Excavating. <laughs> I don't know what he calls his business. Oh, really? Because it's not related to his name at all. Oh, wow. But um, he's he's a good help, more so with, with weekly phone calls to walk me through stuff more than anything. Uh, liquid Waste Removal, where I work, uh, they help me out. Uh, P3 Graphics and... I want to say really a special thanks to them because I kind of put them in a weird situation this year. It got to be crunch time towards the beginning of the season, you know. And I brought him a car on Friday night, and I needed it lettered that night <laughs> so that I could take it to, which is another guy I want to say thank, to, thank you to is Cody Mahoney. So I took a car. I think I dropped it off to him at, like, 530 in the afternoon. After I work, I drove oh, down wow. to P3 and um, – he lettered my car that night and we took it straight from there to Mahoney's shop and Mahoney went through and stuff. So thanks to those guys. And then Justin Shaw, uh, he does awesome. I'm, uh, I know you got Erwin does good stuff too. Justin does really good stuff too for people up in that area. Right. So, uh, he's, he's always just phone call away. We, uh, we hurt the the front end of our car pretty good this year and he was there Sunday assessing the damage to know what we told me what I needed to buy. And, what it was going to take for him to fix it and he was there to fix it so that was pretty
1: very cool. cool hey uh i just got a text message zach and i i just want you to to know that rob kent good buddy of mine north vernon guy um just texted me and said he's going to donate a hundred dollars to try and get you back That's to the awesome. track so thank you he uh he just texted me and I, I said uh i wanted to make that announcement he's watching on facebook live are. so he's going to throw a hundred dollars your way to try and help you get back to the racetrack as well That's so awesome. thank you rob we really appreciate it man So, uh, Zach, what is, you know, I'm going to ask you from the time you sat in the stands, being a Don O'Neill fan, to getting in the car, you know, from your Hornet career to that, what is the one really shining moment that that sticks out? And maybe one as a fan and one as a a driver.
3: Yeah, Uh, well, as a driver, uh, just as recent as like two weeks ago at Brownstown. So, we've got our equipment compared to, I mean, the crate series is, wow, yeah. I mean with new race cars, new motors, new everything, and uh we was able to get up to a second at least in the heat race and I was telling I don't remember who I was telling this the other day, but after we blew the motor and thought the year was done, uh I said it's worth it because we got to go around, which we didn't hold him off experience, I wasn't able to hold him off but we was around able to get around Gatsy in the heat race i mean drove past him on the top and ran second for two laps and then him and skyler ended up getting me back but just i would say that just kind of showed me that all all the time i'm throwing into this all the money i'm throwing into this it's not a waste well yeah i
2: I think i have seen every crate race that you've raced just because Mm -hmm. you know i i announce all of them yeah and from your first race to two weeks ago you're not even the same driver man i mean you have improved so much you know it, it's obvious you're more comfortable in the car mm-hmm. it's obvious you know what the car is going to do you know in situations so you know th- that shows your hard work and effort that every time you roll on the racetrack you're constantly improving so and, and a lot of that's just taking notes
3: whether it's with my right foot taking notes or what the car is going to do and a lot of input i mean <laughs> one reason i like talking talking to marty so much is He'll just, he'll straight up tell you, uh, he'll, he'll lay it flat out to you. What you need to do, what you don't need to do. Stop hitting a break. And I mean, he's behind me. Like I, I told Mark last year, I wanted a picture cause it seems like about lap, I don't know, 18, 19 every week that that's when he catches me to lap me. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, one of these weeks I'm going to hold you off till like right before the checkered flag. And I want a picture of my car in front of yours with the checkered flag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, i'm going P- pictures u- don't
3: lie exactly <laughs> i said 20 years 20 years from now i'm gonna use that against you <laughs>
1: like we said there's driver A's fans that have a story <laughs> and driver's bees and who cares about the truth i oh, think yeah. that's what we said earlier the
2: picture's the truth <laughs> <laughs> hey my brother chimed in and said uh, to remind everyone how old the car is so is your car pretty old there or? it is a 1997
3: masters built oh wow so um uh, it's pretty cool tater tater masters was looking at it the other day a couple races ago and he crawled out out of it smiling and he said you need a new car and i looked at him i said <laughs> i know <laughs> but it it's pretty cool i mean it, it's perfect for what i'm doing as learning i mean right. the adjustments are simple you can't really get yourself too far out of the ballpark on them and it's what i needed it was perfect for what i needed and it's, it's got me to where, hopefully, over the winter, we're looking to update a chassis. chassis. So. Cool. But, that's, very, that's very cool. And I, and I won't steer away from a master's build, either. I mean, as far as, Tater's been so willing to help me on a 1997 car, and that to me, that speaks wonders. I mean, yeah. he it it would be very easily easy for him just to turn his shoulder to something like so that. Say, warranty's out, I'm yeah, over exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a 20-plus-year-old car, so... But it's that, a race car. There is no warranty, man. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: but, you know, I'm going to tell you that the couple of things that you've said tonight that I think speaks volumes. And the coolest thing I, from us doing this show is talking to some extremely experienced drivers and then some young yeah, drivers. Yeah. And, you know, lately we've had Mike Fields and Jeff Wilson and, and some of these guys that have ran for years and years and years. And, and I've said to them, there's no doubt why certain guys are dominating the sport right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Rick gum, Mike fields, you know, um, Jeff Wilson running as well as he is. That experience is huge. Marty, mm-hmm. that experience is huge race team and Marty. But the things that you have said that impressed me the most are don't get discouraged. Understand what you're trying to do. Understand the, the spot you're in right now. Listen to everything anybody tells you. It may not always be right, but at least listen and you know understanding that you can learn from those guys in that experience because it is huge i mean that you know we've talked to all these older drivers and and it's set up but it's having the car set up to you Mm -hmm. yeah that Mm -hmm. that makes it and that's what you know i think a lot of young guys that get into the seat they think if i just had marty's stuff Mm -hmm. if i had marty's car i could outrun everybody that's not always the case because you can jump in marty's car and if it's not set up for the your driving style you won't run any better than what you do in your own
3: well you can't compete with 40 years of experience or 50 years or whatever (laughs) those guys have got i mean and that's with that's with anybody i mean even somebody like kane or neil i mean those guys are around my age but they've been doing this for so long and they're good at what they do Oh yeah i mean there's so many guys in our class that are good at what they do i mean you show up there's there's eight, nine guys, realistically, that could win every night. Yeah.
2: But I think it goes all the way to the, to the back of your guys' field. All you guys are talented, man. Or, or you know, you guys wouldn't be doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to give credit to every one of you guys, mm-hmm. you know, in every class yeah. at Brownstown that, you know, I have been a lifelong race fan and never had the guts to get down the seat. Mm-hmm. So you guys have way more talent than I do. You know, so i, I got to give all of you credit with that. So Rick Gum made a comment here that he's legal, and I just want
1: to point out that, Rick, we know that. The Thirsty Sportsman follows every law, and we know that you were carded when you were in there that night. But thank you for letting us know that you are of leg- legal age to be down here. No, there. I'm going to
2: touch base on that. I believe what he's talking about is he had a visit to his race shop.
1: Oh, you you don't think he's talking about No, I, I know beverages? what he's
2: talking about. So, Yeah, he uh, he had a visit, and I believe the car was, was looked through with a fine-tooth comb, probably looked more over than any other pure stock in the, that, that, <laughs> in the history. In the history of Pure Stock. So that's what Rick's talking about. And uh, I was going to bring that up later in the show that, yeah, he was paid a visit and uh, more than one person went through the car and, and uh, you know, Rick offered it up and allowed that to happen. So, you know, hopefully all that dies down now.
1: I hope so. I hope so. Because Rick's having a great season and, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. But I did see the other day that, you know, even for, for Marty and the guys, it started again too because of <laughs> – of them being able to run out front again, that 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 drama has started up about them cheating. So it is, uh, and and I we've said on this this show a thousand times, but if you're a dirt track fan, do not attack tracks, promoters, yes, and drivers, because if I'm not a fan, I'm never wanting to go see that the the
2: sport. If that's all it is, is drama. So and I'm gonna jump on there with you. If you get on that social media and all you do is bash, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I mean, it's going to turn the fans that are in the stands away, or, like you said, make people that's never went not want to go, and then we're not going to have a place to go and watch the races because there's not going to be you know enough money to pay anyone.
1: I saw a great post the other day with you know a track that had been shut down, obviously, the grass was growing up, and you could see it, and it said, "You'll miss having something to gripe about on Facebook when you run it in the ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it was a great post because you have to remember that as a fan. Now we're all passionate. And, it, and it's one thing to to talk to your racing buddies about, but don't post it out there for everybody to see so it just looks like drama every Saturday night because
2: there is so much good stuff that goes on at the racetrack. And it's at every level. I mean, look at Kevin Harvick, you know, this year. You know, it, so you're going to have, you know, everybody has their run. When Mike Fields was on, he said that he knows, you know, any day that that run can stop on him and, and he's going to get beaten. He don't know when he'll win again. You know, when you get on a run, enjoy it, and because you don't, you don't know how many, how long the run's going to last.
1: Absolutely, and it goes back to Zach. I, I'm going to point out what you said earlier is another thing for for some young guys, and and kudos to you on that. Working in the garage, mm-hmm. you can't just be a shoe. You can't just crawl in the car and want to drive. To understand your setup, understand your car, understand how it changes. Uh, you know your setup, what you do to it. Because that's something we preach on here, too. People don't see the amount of hours that you guys put in just to show up and hopefully make a show on Saturday night for mm-hmm. us. And, you know, as a fan, I
3: appreciate all that work that you guys put in. It's it's challenging. Uh, but if you want to be good, that's what you have to do. You, you have to know everything.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at you, Zach. I'm laughing at Rick Gum, who said he yeah, was yeah, working at right. Masterbuilt when your car was built. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, Rick, you probably helped build that car that yeah. you're driving now, man. <laughs>
3: that, that car's four years older than I am. <laughs> or oh, wait, hang on. Four years younger. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, my God, yes. I'm 25, so that car's 21 years old.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I get older and older. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't um, defend you on that one. <laughs> so what was the year your, your first race let's just get this out here because we, we all know mine so i'll say i've seen about this the way down here i think it was 2013 oh. i mean you watched what oh, your, for, yeah whoa. when you was a fan you know a spectator in the stands how old were you the first time you went to the racetrack oh boy uh i would say i was probably f- four So,
3: probably about the year my car was built, 97 ish. Oh my gosh. So, it's been a few years. I've been out of high school for eight years. Oh boy.
1: yeah that that's the big joke on here zach is that you know we were it's been episodes ago after we went to eldora for uh the dream and yeah and matt said i came to eldora for the first time in 1985 and i said that was a big year for me too i was born <laughs> <laughs> you were headed to eldora yeah
3: i was born so yeah big year
1: 1985 yeah, yeah.
3: Here's a here's a fun story for you. The first time I ever went to Eldora, but this should have been my last time I ever went to a dirt track, honestly. I went to Eldora, I was I think nine and I paid five dollars for a raffle, which if my mom's on there she probably won't be happy about that. <laughs> but and um uh, had Chubb I think it was Chubb Frank and Chubb Frank won won the race and I came home with like almost five hundred dollars and I'm nine. <laughs> I was like, "That's a, this is the greatest thing ever! I want to go to the racetrack yeah. every weekend." Yeah. So we, I, uh, I think it was my grandma who took me to Best Buy, and I bought like five video games, <laughs> and that was that was like the greatest trip ever. Like, why can't every trip to a racetrack be like this? So that was my first experience with going to Eldora.
1: But it's yeah, mine mine didn't end that I I didn't come home with as much money as I left with. <laughs> that did, that didn't help me, but you know it is cool and i go back to you know a couple of weeks ago i was in the the schaefer photo and custom Tea booth and I, I talked about those four by six prints that that mark does and puts in the binders but we had a couple kids come up and one kid walked up and he had like seven dollars and he hands me seven dollars and i said well, what are you getting and he said seven pictures I hadn't even looked through yet he was buying seven pictures <laughs> oh, it yeah. didn't hadn't looked through the book yet didn't matter he had seven dollars in his pocket and he was buying seven pictures and that was it was so cool to me because like i said he had not even taken a look at it yet it was just he had to have these
2: so very very cool and again you know and i'll touch base again on mark with that since you brought the pictures up he just don't snap a whole bunch of pictures and, and prints them off you know he makes sure everything is centered the colors right you know everything looks good everything's cropped exactly like it should be so that there's a lot of time mark probably sees the sun come up every sunday morning after we race just so he can have that stuff done and ready he does a fantastic job
1: and and i've said it on here before and, and i i truly mean it i'm i'm kind of making fun of mark <laughs> but I, I truly mean it there is nothing more entertaining if you're not watching the racing on the track to watch how hard he works i mean it is not he's not sitting in a chair he is back and forth across the track and and getting oh, yeah. in
2: position to snap good photos, and and it shows in the work that he puts out. I don't want to make you nervous, though. But total chaos just logged in. Uh-oh. I saw
1: that. This is usually when the show goes south, as well. <laughs> when Chad logs in, yeah, oh. we yeah. we try. We, we've we've talked about inviting Chad on, but we don't know if we can go Facebook
3: Live. We've gonna need a bigger keg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'll help. <laughs>
1: Then I know we can't go Facebook yeah. Live. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's welcome anytime, though. We might we might start him out uh, on the couch and then see where it goes from there. So yeah, that, that, you need him in a chair. That'll be more dangerous if he's on the couch. <laughs> oh really? Is that right? <laughs> so Chad, anytime, man, you're welcome down here on the show. So no,
1: huge shout out to Chad. Chad's been a you know he, he logs in almost every week and and you know participates with us and we appreciate it. So uh-huh. yeah, you can't find i you can't find a better guy than chad you know in in the racing world so
3: he uh chad helped me out a lot uh the first person that seen my race car when we pulled back to edinburgh was chad and he he greeted me with a beadlock wheel. so oh that's cool so a lot of people don't see that that side of chad but it's there i promise <laughs> he's he's a good dude
1: he is you know and that's the thing and i, I think the coolest thing this year and and we just did the you know the giveaway at the Schaefer Photo and Custom T night for the or for the uh Jackson 100 tickets and that all kind of came out of Chad and I think that was the best thing for Chad you know I, I I wish he wasn't in the situation with his dad but people saw a totally different side of mm-hmm. him you know as he's he's pushed for everybody to become an organ donor and you know to to take that pledge and and that's just a huge shout out from me to Chad um, I agree. For yes. showing a personal side. You know, mm-hmm. he is total chaos and that is his, you know, character and, and we love it and that's who he is. But you know, to also see how important something is for him is is a really cool thing.
3: Go ahead. All
2: I'm right. good.
1: Okay. I,
3: I uh, don't I don't want to fill his head up too big though, because if he races Eldora Saturday or or Brownstown
2: Saturday. Brownstown, yeah, the
3: Hoosier Dirt Classic. Yeah, if we fill his head up too big, it won't be able to get in the car.
2: <laughs> so
1: I think he's got ways because his head's big enough already. I can't imagine how – it.
2: I don't know how his helmet gets on him. So, <laughs> and I, you, We'll go back to Schaefer with Chad because, uh, you know, he, he went to Terre Haute last year, and uh, I know you didn't get to go to that, but I know he keeps Mark on his toes because for some reason, no matter what, Chad knows where Mark is and always adds a little something extra in, in the picture. So if you guys <laughs> get on, uh, on Schaefer Photo and Custom T's website there and go back and look at some of the, the crate races there – you know, and and look at Chad's pictures out on the track, and uh, that this shows the kind of guy he is. Like, I don't know how he knows where Mark is, and he can still race on the racetrack. So that's always pretty cool. Oh man, Rick Gum says he wants to be here with Chad
1: to clear some things up. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think we need to book that show quickly. But I'm I'm terrified that one will be like what I thought last week would be with Tom Allman and Mike Fields on. I'm afraid that could be a that could be an all nighter
2: well we might have to have a uh a throttled up special presentation to make that on like a saturday night where we're not racing or something that way we can recuperate sunday morning from that yeah
1: i think that's good and and, and chad and them may have to
2: bring the uh you know the the
1: campers down because <laughs> it may be yeah. it may be an all-nighter yeah so zach what is you know you said you're hopeful that maybe a new chassis obviously we're pushing right now to get you back on the track this this year um The big thing is trying to stay in that top five in points. Mm -hmm. That was your goal. What's the goal going forward?
3: Well, I love the ILMS deal. I I would like to see it expand a little bit more where we're not just a Brownstown primarily. I understand why we are because it's Brownstown officials that run the series. So uh, I'm not sure what exactly would have to happen there, but I would like to see us run more more than just brownstown bloomington you know just i mean i'm not talking something crazy but just expand our expand our area a little bit and i would be loyal to that that's what that's what i want to do i mean i want to race a crate late model i know i mean it's getting where it's hollywood for the crate late models i mean running a super late model is just i mean
2: it's (laughs) it's a
3: yeah i mean everybody wants to but it Unless you got big money behind you, it's just not possible.
2: Uh, that's why if you're not traveling in a, you know, the world of Outlaws or Lucas Oil Series, yeah. you're almost spinning your wheels with, yeah, with, with running a super late model. Exactly. You know. So, I mean, it, it's awesome to say. I mean, I would
3: love to one time to run run a super late model, but I mean, I'm I'm committed to the crate stuff 100 percent from here on out, and that's what I want to do.
2: And I, and I'm glad to hear that because I think that's a, a very competitive, mm-hmm. you know, class. You know, and like I said, from front to back, you guys are all competitive and. If we can get a good core group of people, you know, that race it every week. I mean, it's got to be great, yeah. you know. And
3: and just to just to speak on how competitive it is around here. I mean, uh, a guy like Collins, he he goes up to goes up to Doddery earlier this year and just waxes them. Yeah. And thank you. And <laughs> and uh, just waxes them. So that just speaks wonders for how com- competitive things
2: are around here. So that's pretty cool. And we've said it on here before. I think we take it for granted. Mm-hmm how stiff the competition is at brownstown but like you say when you guys venture out you know our guys go elsewhere and race like Heyman, you know went up to what was it kokomo on a sunday about a month ago and uh and lit them up and you know and stuff like that and you know he always runs up front at brownstown but mm-hmm. you know there's you, you don't really see how great they are until they get away from brownstown and, and you know race on them them tracks further away there on on off nights with us to really appreciate the the level of competition we have every saturday night there and that's something to take pride in too around here oh i
3: agree i agree with that but uh i do want to say this too i know this is but i would love to see cars from the brownstown cars the illinois kentucky california idaho whoever i, I want to see them go support the ted collins memorial this weekend at vernon i mean that uh it, it's worth speaking on that, that Keith Lee's worked his butt off over there this year and it would be it would be cool to see a really big car count over there and it should be a good payout. I mean that's their big show. I mean that's yeah. their version of our Bowman night. Right. And uh I would I would like to see everybody go support him too on Saturday. That'd be cool. Derek Bottoms chimed
2: in and said Zach Who. Oh boy. <laughs> Tell
3: him to go come get
2: some. <laughs> i mean derek was invited here tonight so but, uh, for, on his defense he had to work and couldn't get out of work so i'm i'm gonna pull derek he's not here to uphold himself so uh
1: i know but i mean he's he's being a keyboard warrior right there a little oh. bit and and coming in from <laughs> from the keyboard what's so. up
2: with the he wants to know what's in the cup judy what's with the judy thing judy i don't know yeah he says what's in the cup judy so <laughs> he said he's playing uh, hard, yeah, playing to, hard get to get it. so oh, oh boy <laughs> Grape juice. So what? What's with the old boy nickname, man? Oh, <laughs>
3: we was talking about this Saturday. Um, it just kind of came about. Uh, I don't know if it's because I say it a lot, or if there were adult beverages involved, or what. But it just kind of got tagged one weekend after we camped. A bunch of us camped, and it just. Oh boy, you've been old boy since then. <laughs> it's huh? been that's just, I mean, there's no really awesome story to it or anything. It's just kind of how it came about. So
2: that's that's how we got it. And you know, I'm pretty confident the Z stands for Zach in your number. Where'd the three come from? Um, it's just when I was growing up and everything, all my sports
3: numbers were always three. And then when I started helping my uncle, uh, his number was three. And truth be told, I'd rather my car be like when my uncle and those guys get out of it, it'll probably go back to the 3B just oh, because really? that's, that's always been kind of a family thing, but I you can't have two of the same. So, right. Right. So we tagged the Z on it and, but that's, that's kind of where that came from.
1: Zach, I'm going to throw it out here because um, Robbie did already text and, and throw out a hundred dollars to support you. You've probably just made him a fan of his first dirt late model driver because you said to Derek Bottoms, "Come get some," and that's right up that's oh, right yeah, up yeah. Uh, Robbie's alley. And uh, he said he loves it already. That nice. you you're, you're calling people out because that's that's
2: Robbie for sure. And Marty wants to know if you're
3: going to St. Louis. Oh uh, heck yeah! <laughs> true <laughs> true story. I'm out of vacation day. Let's see. Just this, this show you how invested I am in dirt track racing. I have I have the uh, Jackson the Bowman Friday. I have yeah. it off. I have the World 100 Friday off. I have uh Fun Fest Friday off and then I took two non paid vacation days for Saint Louis. So I will not be making money while I'm in Saint Louis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good thing we don't work at the same places because I take my vacation days all around race yes. race dates too, see, so, <laughs> so that's uh But yes, I will I will be in Saint Louis.
1: I'm drafting right now, I apologize. For those that are watching, I'm also doing a fantasy football draft at the same
2: time. So Marty says oh boy came from Saint Louis. Well, that. So adult beverages were involved then, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> always, always claim innocence. Yes, possibly.
1: So, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing too many. Yeah, things. I'm, trying
2: to, I'm trying to read all the comments and and get from there. So,
1: yeah. uh, Zach, when you talk about you know, I know you've talked about the guys that are so important to you in the pits, but. Who's one of the guys that you've gotten to line up with on the track that mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, this this guy is with me right now.
3: Like as far as racing against, and yeah. Stuff? Hmm. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good question. You know, uh, it's been. I mean, I've pretty much just raced against the local guys so far. I'm trying to think. I don't know. That's that's a good question. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was cool getting a race against uh, getting a race against Brad for the first time. I honestly, and as cliche as it sounds, because he's a lot younger than me, it's really, really cool to race against HUD, just because. It's HUD. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, with,
2: with him running almost full time in the crates, there, you know. Yeah. It's uh you yep. know, it was probably hard there a little bit, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean it and it's cool to see where he's Oh yeah. Where he's at now and then just look like two years ago he won, I think, seventeen, eighteen crate features. Yes. And they were all at Brownstown for the yeah. most part. So Well he won uh
2: won one at Bloomington. Yep, yep. So,
3: so that and he won down at Chandler also. Yeah. And and just to speak wonders on him too, uh we uh <clears throat> this was actually Chad's fault, if Chad's still watching. I got this is like the third night I was ever in a car. And <laughs> Chad came around to lap me and just decided to use me. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and we ended up getting turned around and HUD ended up on my car and stuff. And he was, uh, him and Chad were instantly the first two to check on me. So that was, that was pretty cool. So there, I would have to say HUD, HUD would be the answer.
2: And yeah. and if anybody watched the dirt million last Saturday, he did a great job yeah. commentating oh, yeah. with James Essex. So I'm going to throw out to HUDdy that, uh, I'm going to be nervous when he shows up. I'm sure he'll be at the Jackson to to watch Dad race, so I'm going to be nervous I might lose my microphone that <laughs> night because he's, he's got a knack for that too. I'm just
1: going to throw out that Derek Bottoms said that was an easy question. It's the 93 of Derek Bottoms. Uh-huh. Um, and then he said that he passed you on the outside of turn four to the checkers beginning of the year and that you ruined your thong. Oh, boy. That's... Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Uh I'm I'm still gonna come back with the same response and say Come get some Come get some. <laughs> ka-chow, ka-chow <huh? laughs> I
1: love it. I love it. And also uh Derek Clegg saying that he's watching us from Vegas, uh, which you know, I, I question some weeks if we're entertainment. If he's in Vegas and he's watching us, I'm I feel pretty good right now. You no, know, I do too. I, that might be one of the furthest out on the Facebook Live watching us. Yeah, you know, that's and that's a true Dirt fan, man. You're in Vegas, and you're ch- tuning in to Throttled Up here in, in Crothersville, Indiana. So that's uh, that's awesome. Thanks, Clay. I'm, I'm just going to say,
2: why, Derek? <laughs> go, go. I, why? <laughs>
3: Go all in on blackjack on yeah. three,
2: <laughs>
1: on three. I, on I three. really, yeah. I hope he's sitting on a table with the the phone <laughs> on Facebook
2: Live. Is what I hope. Yeah, he, I hope he's not in the hotel room thinking I ain't got nothing to do. I guess I'll watch the boys back home. So, <laughs> yeah, you can watch these when they're not live too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cle- so, go ahead, Clegg's a good dude. Oh, he's Clegg's re- awesome, he's really man. Good, he's,
3: a, he's a good friend to have down the pit. He's a good dude.
1: Yeah, you're you're you, and and you've got kind of that group that you know i i've teased about being the turn two family with marty and mm-hmm. clegg and owens and that whole group you know you've been pretty close with those mm-hmm.
3: guys and and that's a that's not just a good group that's a fun group to mm-hmm. be around too those are great guys they're, they're it's fun even even if you have a weekend like i had last weekend you know at the end of the night you've got people around you that you're going to be able to have fun with so that that
2: speaks wonders so good people Curtis Kaiser did point out it's still early in Vegas. Well, and I think Clegg answered the question there, too. He's broke.
1: <laughs> and he's had a few too many adult beverages. And
2: he leaves tomorrow. So, All good reasons. At least he didn't gamble away his plane ticket back home. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah, and Brent Lee says he's watching live from across the field. I, Brent, I do believe you get the uh, the closest viewer award. So other than sometimes my wife does log in from upstairs. That may be the only one that can beat you, Brent. So, okay, Zach, so what – I want to do this before we we get off here because we're at about – just about an hour right now, but I want to give you a chance to throw out your sponsors again, and then as we've gotten some new viewers on um, Facebook Live, I want to talk again about helping you get back to the track. So throw those sponsors out again.
3: Uh, Ramon Trucking, uh, Hoosier Machine, R&M Excavating, uh, Liquid Waste Removal, P3 Graphics, uh, Justin Shaw, and Cody Mahoney. Those guys have been awesome for me. Uh
2: there's there's plenty of, we can find more room on the car too, trust me. There's always more room. <laughs> and you know, like we said and like Dustin said, we're gonna bring back up. Uh Zach had a uh unfortunate event there where where he blew up. You said you don't think it's as bad as as you initially thought, but uh he needs uh just needs a little help. He wants to stay in the top five in the points that's important to him. So anybody listening that you know wants to help him out, I know Rob Kent already threw out a hundred dollars and uh throttled up the podcast we're, we're going to give you a donation also there to to make sure you can get to the track next time the crates come to brownstowns to uh, to help you with with that so we're going to throw a hundred dollars too because i i can't let
1: robbie kent get outdo me um actually what i'll probably do is i'll probably write you a check for 101 dollars um just so i can say that i donated more than rob because we're competitive and if rob's still listening i'll just say come get some <laughs>
2: I appreciate it, guys. That's awesome. We're gonna try and help you as and much then, as we can. Like Dustin said, any business that will jump in and uh, and help Zach, that we'll give some uh, some free advertisement. You know, when we do our podcast there to to help that out also. So, uh, you know, it's we we try to bring you on there to, to help you out mm-hmm. with that because you know you're dedicated to the Indiana Pro Late Model Series, and uh, we just want to see you keep coming back every Saturday. So we do appreciate that.
1: Hey, and uh, James Martin, I want to throw it out there that uh, James said that. He drives a truck and he's in Mississippi right now, and he always tries to catch the show, uh, no matter where he is. So there's
3: there's somebody that uh,
1: oh yeah that is uh, following along with us as well.
3: Like that's imp- that's impressive. I mean, how do you go to Las Vegas and you log in for oh, a- Rob a Kent just
2: said two hundred now. Ooh,
0: oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew if I threw out to come <laughs> get some, we'd be on it. Uh-huh.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Rob and I like to compete a little bit. And he's currently he's uh he's whipping me pretty good in our NASCAR <laughs> fantasy league. I've been pretty awful this year, so
3: I'm hoping I can make it back in segment 3. Is uh is he going to be at the races soon or
2: I, 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 don't I think Dustin if, needs to bring him as a personal guest one night I, to I uh, I, I, I bring bring that. him next time you guys come and race that way he can uh, maybe Dustin can bring him down the pits and get to meet you and and everything like that because that that is awesome that Rob stepped up like that, that so that is that is awesome Rob's and, a great guy in our community I'm oh, a, I'm, I am, I'm a you know he uh, coaches the youth in basketball and uh, you know he's just an all out good guy so you know Rob I I want to personally tell you you know thank you for doing that that's very very cool mm-hmm.
1: and and I'll, I'll say this you know and and rob is a competitor rob's a guy that that is uh, probably one of the best trash talkers that i know but this is a side of him kind of like when we talked about stapleton that a yeah. lot of guys don't know is if he if he sees a guy that's grinding a guy that's working to get better yes he, he'll support him in a heartbeat and and again you know huge shout out to rob man um i uh i appreciate it. rob said uh roller's well, taking you to st louis, <laughs> taking so. you to st. louis.
2: <laughs> hey hey robbie is me too because you know it's been already said on the show that i'm a mooch so yeah i'm gonna be on that ride too <laughs> so
1: uh
0: well rob we had a good
1: time in chicago together one year uh yeah, up there for a bears game so uh we could probably make a trip to st louis as well zach but uh you know again we're right here at about an hour and and you know and i i just want to tell you first of all thank you for coming down um i truly truly appreciate it um we're gonna do everything we can to try and help you out uh to get you back on the the tracks uh on the track and um you know i I
3: want to see you be able to compete for that top five points that you're that you're looking for and uh Mm -hmm. that's that was actually the goal at the beginning of the year was a top 10 and uh we started sniffing around the top five and we stayed at fifth uh We had to miss two shows just unfortunate stuff and we're still sitting fifth so that's where i want to be i I, i've worked really hard for that and i mean there's we still don't know the extent of the motor i mean i've still got to get it down to travis uh before i came down here tonight we got it completely ready to pull so hopefully he'll get it friday or saturday and we'll be able to see exactly what it needs and and see what the bank will give us and (laughs) (laughs) see what needs to happen so we'll uh we'll keep grinding so that's all that's what it's about you just gotta keep keep after it keep grinding
2: and if anybody else wants to donate get a hold of you know myself or or dustin there and uh, we'll we'll help get the get it directed where it needs to go there so and and zach i'm gonna tell you again thank you you know we
1: love this this sport yes um and thank you for being a young guy that's putting the time and effort in and grinding and again i know your your frustrations with where you're at right now but that's what I appreciate the most is, like I told you before we came on the show, I got a four-year-old, and and since we've done this, and he's got to see race car drivers come in here every week, and last year when he went to preschool, he wanted to be Spider-Man, and this year he wanted to be a race car driver. And that, to me, and I said it in a post earlier this year, there's not better role models that I could have for my son than than the guys that walk in here. So thanks for being a young guy that wants to keep the sport going
3: um, and showing the work ethic and the dedication you have to have to do it. I thank you and thank you guys for what you do for the sport. I mean, it's it's awesome that you guys bring local people on and uh, kind of give us a voice. I mean, it's that's that's an opportunity just before this year it never happened. So that's that speaks wonders and just trying to make this sport grow. I mean, we we want the local stuff to stay active. So
2: Skylar Lewis asks, "How much for a picture of his face on the hood on, of Skyler's face?" Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs>
3: it's just because it's his old car. Uh, I I think five hundred would probably do it. (laughs) There you go, Skyler. But the problem is, is when if I ever get close enough to pass him, that it might scare him. So (laughs) it might. (laughs)
1: Nikki said six thousand to get Skyler's face on the on the hood of the car.
3: Oh boy!
2: All
1: right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. I do want to read down our list
2: of sponsors again that that help us each week, and that's. I also want to touch base on this Saturday night, too, after you do the
1: sponsorship. Okay. And that's in the com, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea, Brownstown Speedway, Miller Termite and Pest Control, Billy Bad Fast Performance, P3 Graphics, Tommy Taylor at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, and Brad Irwin Customs. And guys, if you do, if you reach out to these guys, we've got links to all their stuff here in the uh, Facebook Live. Um, if you go to getthrottled.com, you can find the links to all of our sponsors there. Reach out to these guys when you do. Tell them that Throttled Up the Podcast sent you. Uh, we really appreciate our sponsors and what they do to help us, you know, promote these drivers. So let them
2: know that we sent you. And like I said, this Saturday night, the 34th annual Hoosier Dirt Classic at Brownstown Speedway. Super late models. Uh, the modified Super Stocks, Pure Stocks, and Hornets. And, the, you know, the Hoosier Dirt Classic, that's always been a big race at Brownstown. You know, a lot of the who's who that's won there. You know, Billy Morris won it four times. Gill three. Don O'Neill, your favorite's been there five times in Victory Lane. Over that, then Jewel Babb, and Dennis Irvin Jr. with two, and you know you also have you know Bloomquist, you know way back in the day Jeff Purvis, you know Victor Lee's won it, you know. So make sure you guys get out Saturday. If, if find somebody that's never been to Brownstown Speedway and bring them Saturday night, and let them watch the races over there, and uh, you know let them experience it. Maybe they'll come. They'll come back again another week. So
3: before we sign off, we got to make some bold predictions for the World
2: 100 on the spot. Mm. On the spot. Do I get to start this time? No, I'm going to start it. I'm i go ahead and take Black Sunshine. All right, well, that's where I was going to go. That's so. not fair.
3: That's three for three. But
1: um, <laughs> I mean, as long as he, yeah, I, I was going to go go Black Sunshine, but um, which actually I got the funny but
2: thing. Hey, he, Earl Pearson Jr. just won the, the 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 Dirt Million. So I mean, you can't rule that guy
0: out.
1: Well, I was going to say though, because it's it's funny you talk about this show and things, um. When we were talking about the the 19 crew, Joey Hartwell, he texted me the other day um, before a race. And it was was a brown sun race when we had heard the rumor that Black Sunshine was going to show up a couple weeks ago. And he texted me and he said, hey, I'm not going to be here Friday. I got to get some things ready. Heard Black Sunshine might be at the track tomorrow. And I said, (laughs) heard the same thing. And Joey texted me back and said, it's so cool that my boss knows what black sunshine means. <laughs> th- those of you listening that
2: don't, that is Scott Bloomquist. just to, just to point it out there. So, man,
1: be- I don't know. Now you threw that out. Um, I, I'm going to say that, that, you know, I'm going to go nostalgia, and I'm going to say Don O'Neill gets it.
3: I'll, I'll take uh, Dell McDowell. Oh, All look right. at you, man. I'll take Mac Daddy
1: very cool very good so all right well guys everybody on facebook live thanks for joining us everybody that that you know tunes in every week we appreciate it uh if you can't watch it on facebook live this will be available tomorrow on apple podcasts and everywhere you get your uh uh podcasts um and uh, again thank you to everybody that that supports us thanks guys
0: boom gotta get back to it i've been the kenny wallace of the rap game ever since i hit him with that dirt track thing now nationwide everybody knows my name they're like mama that's kenny montgomery he sings that song we like yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm claussing. huh Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders Party in victory lane And y'all boys ain't invited Your mama gets excited When I pull up to unload Even your grandpa talking about it. Man, that boy too cold We don't sit on 24s We don't ride on spinners I'm posted up on them 15s With platinum dirt defenders Got kids up in my window like Hey Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps Cause y'all know I'm about to send it on this. Dirt, dirt, dirt I just won hot laps for the third week Little Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat so I go and check the board on my bike Sitting outside Oh, Y'all know what it's looking like uh-huh. W, W, that's another George W Hit him with that half a lap Like dang what gear you running in? And where'd you get that fire suit Man I like that stitching Velocity USA Hey just tell Brad that I sent ya I'm shining like I'm rubbered up And I'm smiling for the fix Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick Four new rims, no new friends They never know what I'm planning And mama just gave me them eyes like Dang, baby, you looking handsome We pray and sing the anthem Nobody takes a knee Uh -uh. We stop and show respect Cause we're all proud to be From the land of the free and the home of the brave Y'all better wake up and get it Uh. We're making America great again Let's all go out and kick it on me Dirt, 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 dirt dirt. I'm all about that Dirt, 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 dirt I'm throwing